Welcome to TT from the D Podcast Show, and I'm your host, TT. And I want to thank you first for stopping by on this Marriage Monday. There are so many podcast shows out here, and you could log on to any one of them, but you've chosen to stop by to check out our topic tonight mindfulness. Do you know what it means to be mindful in your marriage? A lot of us go through things and we think we we think we understand it and and a lot of us do but there's nothing wrong with getting a little bit more empowerment or a little bit more encouragement a little bit more information tapping into different veins that's what this is all about you can reach me and check me out every first and third Monday of the month for our marriage Monday segments if you know then you know but I've summonsed my wonderful married people no matter where you are in the world or who you are to drop a topic you'd like to hear us talk about a vein you'd like us to tap in and when I did that a couple of weeks ago I was so excited for all of the responses so right now I just want to say thank you to every man and every woman that chimed in and shared their thoughts their topics that they would like to hear us talk about so tonight We're going to talk about a mindful marriage. We're going to also give you four steps to having a mindful marriage. Let's have a little fun in the beginning of this segment, though, right? What about a pop quiz? I know you're like, oh, my girl, please. Oh, my God. Do you think I really want to do a pop quiz right now or study or, hey, this is something fun, something that you could do with your spouse, whether you're the wife and you want to do this with your husband or whether you're the husband and you want to do this with your wife. Here are four Maybe five questions I'll pose to you. What is the primary motivation at the moment in your marriage for you? Ponder on that. Secondly, for your spouse, what is his or her biggest fear or concern about your union? Let's be truthful with ourselves. If we want to have fun with this, but also really tap into a vein, think about that. Next, what is the dream that is driving your spouse? What goal? What have they spoken to you, pleaded the blood over, tarried on, asked you to pray for? What is it? Do you know? Here's something for you. What is your biggest source of frustration in your union? Now, see, it's not all about your spouse. We have to also take care of ourselves and we have to think about what's best for us as well. Although we are Mr. and Mrs., you are either Mrs. Or you are either Mr. Together, you are Mr. and Mrs. But individually, you are either Mr. or you are Mrs. Now, I will say this. If you have a hard time knowing any of those little questions about the little pop quiz about your spouse, and you're like, I'm really not sure. It's okay. See, you can't pass or fail this pop quiz. But I would ask you to sit down with your spouse, whether it's over a cup of coffee 
whether it's over breakfast, whether it's over dinner, whether it's over lunch, whether it's while you're cuddling and watching a movie, whether it's when you're taking a nice little drive or walk in the park, whether it's on a plane ride somewhere, you get what I'm saying. Take the moments, take the times that are not promised to you and I and get to know your spouse a little bit better by being a little bit more mindful. Because in life, I know we've been busy. I know you've been busy. I know that he should, he's been busy. She's been busy. Y'all been busy. And sometimes we forget to tap in. I think it's safe to say we all want a mindful marriage, which means we want to be deliberate about the choices. Some would say be intentional. That we make in moments when it comes to prioritizing your spouse and the connection you have with your spouse. Now, let me ask you this question. And let's be honest. Let's be truthful. Have you ever heard your spouse say, you put everything and everybody before me and I come second to none or I'm last on the list? Or has your spouse ever said that to you? Again, we're being truthful, right? You make time for your mom, your sister, your brother, your father, your mother, your children, your niece, your nephew, your grandfather, your grandmother, your friends, your job. And you seem to let your spouse fall to the wayside like, I got to do all this. Well, I live with him or her and I'll, get, I'll tend to them. They'll be okay. That's not being mindful. We need to work on minimizing distractions so that we can really take care of home. So that we really can give the attention to our husbands or to our wives. So that we can stay close and keep our relationships connected and healthy. See, having a mindful Monday is important. It's a mindfulness every day, though. Now, don't think that mindful Mondays is the only day you need to be mindful. I'm just making a joke. We have to be mindful every single day in our marriages. And it just doesn't happen on its own. Because as we live in this world that's so demanding, we get busy. We get caught up with all the thousands of things that go through our heads daily that we don't really have time to own it. And have you ever noticed that sometimes your little conversations turn into little business meetings, especially when you run businesses together or you're having a conversation and then you get that call because you are a business owner, you're an entrepreneur. And then when you tap in and you're sitting down and you're having an important conversation or how's your day going and something pops in your mind. Oh, my God, did you pay that light bill? Did you pay that gas bill? Did you pay the water bill? If you're leasing, did you pay the, the rent? Did you pay the mortgage? <laughs> right? Oh, did you take him or her to practice today? Or what's on your agenda? And then you say, well, we could just chime in a little bit later on. No, let's chime in now because we all know later on it's not always necessarily promised. Unfortunately, I do know some husbands that had to bury their wives. And unfortunately, I do know some wives that have had to bury their husbands and as I have said, we all have unfinished business. And I don't want you, I don't want your spouse to come to that time because let's be clear, one day you or him or you or her will be laying down your burdens and transitioning from this life into the next. And that will leave you or leave your spouse wishing 
if they weren't, that they were or had been more mindful. I promise you, it happens. I don't want that to be one thing on your list that you wish that you were more mindful. I want you to learn to be more mindful when the waves of life are calm, when the sun is shining and when it's storming outside. When you just had a strong disagreement or when you just embraced with the most passionate embrace you've experienced in a long time. I just simply want you to be mindful. It's okay to say, hey, what was the best part of your day today? Even if you virtually work. For those of you that work from home, you may work in a different part of the house or your spouse may come back and forth in your space where you work. But when you close that computer, when you stop taking those business calls, when you showered and you started dinner or perhaps your spouse have started dinner and or perhaps you've made reservations, sit down and ask your spouse, what was the best part of your day? I'm sure it will surprise them, especially when you've never asked. Then ask your spouse, what was the hardest part of your day? Or what was the most frustrating part of your day? And as you ask your spouse these questions, once they answer them, let's not forget to tap in. Going back to you asked your spouse, what was the best part of your day? And once he or she has shared that, then you say, you know what, let me tell you what the best part of my day was. Okay. So you're also teaching them to be mindful while you're being mindful that while I'm concerned about how your day went and how things are going for you, I really want you to be interested and I need you to be concerned. Not that they're not, but I want you to be mindful that I need to share how my day went. What was the best part of my day? What was the hardest part of my day? And while we're so busy in our lives, honey, Is there anything that you feel like we need to talk about? And sometimes that might be a flag for some people like, oh, God, no. Is there anything in your mind that may not have been able to escape that you've been meaning to talk to me about? You just wanted to drop and say, hey, and you forgot because you're getting busy or maybe I've been too busy. Is there anything that you think or feel like we want to talk about? You want to talk about like some real actual conversation. And in the morning, when we say good morning and we say good night at night. Good night. Don't forget to say I love you. (laughs) And you already do that. I'm not probably telling anybody anything new. This could truly be some people's day and night routine. But for those that it's familiar to, great. And for those of you that it's unfamiliar to, it's okay to tap in. And then let's move on to setting some boundaries for technology. I know you're like, why we got to talk about that? Because our phones allow us to be disconnected a lot. Our computers allow us to be disconnected a lot. And it doesn't sometimes allow us to be mindful. Try something if you're not always doing, if you're not already doing this. And again, like I said, some of you are already doing this. When it's dinner time or breakfast time or lunch time or brunch time. Let's put our phones in our pockets. Let's put our phones face down where you can't see. Put them on vibrate. 
if you have small children or elderly parents or sickly people you look after or you're a caregiver, put their ringtone to the same ringtone that will let you know, I need to get that and let all the other ringtones be normal. So when you hear it ring, you can say, okay, that's not important. But if you don't have small children, if you don't have an elderly or sickly relative and all is well, then simply put your phone on vibrate and don't worry about the outside world. Those calls, those text messages, those alerts, they can all wait. But sometimes our spouses, sometimes you cannot. When it's bedtime, let it be bedtime. I have a really good friend who's a sister in Christ to me. She said, I shut my house down at a certain time. My husband know it, my children know it. She's been saying that for years, way before I was even married. And she's been married a long time. She said, when I shut the house down, the house is shut down. That means phones off, all that. If it's an emergency, they know to call the house phone. But uh, when I shut it down, we shutting it down. And this allows you to have that real good time. And I'll share with you something. Last night, for the first time in a long time in my house, and I'm not embarrassed to say it because life has been happening for all of us in my house, we sat down and we actually had a family dinner. Because normally we eat in different parts of the house or we could be still somebody at the table, somebody's in the living room, somebody's in the den because we're working, we're on the go. But last night, Sunday night, we had a wonderful dinner. And we actually had good conversation, meaningful conversation. And then we watched a couple of shows together. And it felt good. It's the simple things, ladies and gentlemen. It's not always those tough things, big things. It's the simple things, the little things that can help change things for the better. Where you actually have real conversation. And last night I was mindful with my family. I was mindful in my marriage. I was mindful with my children. I was mindful for me. I was very appeased. And let me remind you about the regular date night. We'll talk about that. That's a whole podcast by itself. But don't forget to chime in and make a date night, a date day. Slip off and have breakfast. Slip off and have lunch. Slip off and have dinner. Slip off and have that little nightcap. It doesn't have to always be fancy or elaborate or expensive. It's just mindfulness of taking time for you and your spouse to reconnect, to share some food. I don't care if you go to the mall and eat in the food court. I don't care if you pulled up at the drive-thru and all you got is about 30 minutes and you said, hey, I'm going to pop up. Uh, run out and if you can eat with me, let's eat and chat in the car. It's a date. <laughs> as funny as it may sound, it's a date. And let's be deliberate. That's the whole point of being mindful, being healthy and growing in our relationship, chiming in. I know sometimes it seems hard, but don't beat yourself up. You're not the only one it seems hard for. Or if you feel like it's hard for your spouse, don't beat them up. Just wait to see the reaction when your spouse realizes that you're really focusing on him or her. And then look in the mirror and be thankful and grateful to yourself because you're being mindful to chime in. It's the simple things. I I love to say that. It's the simple things things in life it is not always the huge things that's going to make the difference I promise you it's the simple things of being mindful I promise you being mindful in our marriages man there's nothing like it I'm gonna give you a couple of 
mindfulness scriptures that you can run off and read on your own. And we all know this one. And you can apply it in your marriage. Philippians 4, 6 through 7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be known to God, and the peace of God will surpass all understanding and will guard your heart and the mind of Christ. Apply that to your marriage. Right? Right now I'm asking you to set your mind on something bigger than you, bigger than your spouse. Because it includes your spouse. It includes you. In Isaiah 26 and 3, he said, You keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Not only keeping God in perfect peace and your mind is set on God, how about keeping your mind set on your relationship, on your wife, or on your husband, on your significant other, your spouse, the one that changed your last name, or the one that you allowed to change your last name. And my last one to share, I shared this on one of my lives not too long ago, Colossians 3 and 23. Whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men. God is the creator of marriage, is he not? He created that union. Keep your mind on that. Keep your mind on your relationship. The world will take you away from it, I promise you. The world takes you away from setting your mind on what God wants you to do and how he wants you to be. But the world will also take you away from being mindful in your union. Love on your husband a little bit more. Love on your wife a little bit more. Love on yourself a little bit more. And remind yourself, be mindful of everything you do. Tap in. I'll see you on our next Marriage Monday. Until then, remain mindful and remain blessed.